welcome to a Satisfied Mind podcast, the show for and about people who are curious and passionate about life and having a positive impact through how they live it and leaving this planet and each other better than we found it. My name is Mikey Ellis and I'm just going to cut the intro there, just you know, read the same sort of version of the same kind of intro each, each week and just got feeling like we might mix it up a little bit this week and and uh, go a bit freestyle. Regardless, it is uh, an absolute pleasure to be having a conversation with you. And whilst we're not in the same room uh, at the same time, physically, I very much like to think of this as a conversation. And it certainly feels like a conversation for me. So welcome. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you're listening. Before we kick off with this episode, uh i just like to acknowledge the circumstances that uh, I am recording this in uh, and amongst. I feel very fortunate to be where I am at the moment. Um, I'm on the Gold Coast, uh, on the Queensland-New South Wales border. It's beautiful weather. I get to get up and go for a run along the beach and go for a swim or go for a surf uh, each day. And uh, it's not the case for so many people. I'm originally from Melbourne. It's my home. Um, and so many of my friends and colleagues and people I love and care about uh, are experiencing lockdown. And of course, wherever you are in Australia or throughout the world, um, things are pretty fucking hectic right now. And I just wanted to acknowledge that. I hope that you are safe. I hope that you are well. And I hope that regardless of your circumstances, you can find some peace and some quiet, some balance, some respite, um, somewhere, somehow, and maybe this next 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, I don't know how long it's going to go, uh, of this podcast is somewhat of a respite from what's going on around you, the worldly circumstances that we feel so very much enmeshed in and a part of. This Conscious Culture series is about not just removing ourselves from that but having an awareness of our role in it. And in this episode, we're going to be looking at blocks or blockers, the things that get in the way or are holding us back. And a quick context check. This is part four of a six-part series in building a conscious culture, whether that be at work, in relationships, in your family, in your life, however you define the context of that culture, uh, your your you're building or you're co-creating, the context is less relevant than the fact that we're developing a more conscious awareness, which means this is something you can do for yourself regardless of the context. We're developing a more conscious awareness so that we might be more discerning of what we do, why we do it, to ensure that what we do is in alignment with our intentions, with our higher self, and is congruent with who we're becoming. And we'll talk more about that and co-creation next episode and integration and what integrity means the week after that. But for now, we've already talked about awareness and understanding. So now it's time to let go of some shit. Unblocking. Not sure if it's the right word. Um, Don't love it, to be honest, but um, we'll go with it for now. What is unblocking? This is, it's more about allowing alignment. It's more about letting go than it is about striving or trying or achieving. This is not about 
figuring out who you are. It's about realizing who you are not through the awareness and the understanding uh, that we've covered already. This is about identifying and then removing those layers of conditioning we've all experienced to reveal who we truly are and who we were before we were told by the world that we need to be a certain way. This is about letting go or removing the things in your way that are blocking your flow from your alignment. And what are those things? Their thoughts, their beliefs, their uh, behaviors. They are people. They're anything that is not aligned to who you're becoming and who you truly are. Now, I believe that those two are the same, who we're becoming and who we truly are. The problem is either we don't know who that is, or we don't know how to experience that because we're so blinded by the conditioning we've taken on board our entire lives. And everyone experiences this, right? This is not unique to me or to you. Everyone experiences that conditioning uh, in their very own unique way. This is about letting go. It's about letting go to create space. And it's an opening, an opening of your mind to... to sift and sort what belongs and and what's now redundant. And it's an opening of your heart too. So the it may become the channel for love and energy that it's designed to be. There is so much you can learn about this energy flow if you're interested in it through, you know, through studying the meridians of Chinese medicine, through chakras, through the philosophy and practice of yoga. You know, this is a whole nother world of energy and, and a language of communication that's available to us if we take the time to become aware of it and connect with it. And I've been getting stuck into a regular yoga practice over the last couple of weeks, and the shift is incredible physically and mentally. I'm loving that. But I digress. Uh, I, I want to actually, no, let me riff on this for a bit. I, I, I also want to acknowledge here that this letting go thing, it's easier said than done. I'm still learning. I'm practicing and I'm not great at it. (laughs) And sometimes, most times, um, I don't have the courage to trust what it is that I know to be true for me. If it means I need to let go a part of my identity of who I've become or or of who I think I am in in order to trust that guidance. And sometimes it's only through suffering and pain and and frustration or loss that I'm compelled to let go, to change. And I get disappointed in myself because I didn't have, it didn't have to be that way. I didn't have to wait that long to let go, but that's the lesson, right? And that's the most important thing to learn from it is to grow from it. And what's also true is that whenever I've had the courage to let go and trust, it always works out for the best. And in ways I could never have imagined. The universe works like that. And it's so important to reflect on those experiences too, to reinforce those experiences, to remind you, to remind me, to remind myself that no matter how bloody terrifying it might feel to let go of an aspect of my identity, um, it makes way for something so much more wonderful, something I could never have anticipated. Anyway, that's just a quick reality check to acknowledge that while I'm sharing this stuff with you, I'm in it too. And I'm doing the work and I'm right there. I'm right here with you. Okay. So why would we even do this in the first place? Why is unblocking and why is letting go so important? Well, 
I believe alignment is our natural state, as is flow our natural state, as is balance. It's a feeling of calm and a feeling of peace and, and knowing. Now, that's not to say that that's how we're meant to feel all the time. That's impossible. We're, we're meant to experience the contrast of pain and suffering and joy and love and fear in all, its, all of its expressions, which are unique to each of us. But this alignment and flow state is our home and it's our center. It's where we come home to. And an important point to make here is that these blocks um, this conditioning that I'm talking about, these thoughts, these beliefs, this behavior, these people that we need to let go of are not a nuisance. They're not a problem. They're not a symptom of you failing or getting it wrong or regressing. They're not something to avoid. It's quite the opposite, actually. They're gifts. They're signposts. They're signals that show you that what you're believing is not true. And something is going to have to change. Either you change your beliefs or your behavior to align what feels like what's true for you, what's a, what's a relief for you, to what feels ultimately true for you, to what feels like love for you, or, or you try and ignore the guidance of how you feel and stick with your beliefs. Now, in my experience, I can't change how I feel when I experience a deep-seated knowing that something just isn't quite right. At first, it's subtle. It's like a niggle. It's like a pebble in your shoe. It's persistent. Try to ignore it, but you can't. And the more you ignore it, the louder it gets until I trust it in, you know, I trust my, my guidance enough to do something about it, to change it, to change a thought, to change a belief, to change, you know, course of action. When I trust enough, when I have enough courage to challenge what it is I think or believe or what someone else thinks or believes, when I challenge that conditioning to act in alignment with my guidance or at least to simply trust, this is when the magic happens. It's like the entire universe is just waiting for an opening. And as soon as that door to new possibilities is open once we make some space, even if that door is just the slightest bit ajar, the universe rushes in to blow your mind, literally, with potential and possibilities you could never have imagined. And all you've got to do is let go and make some space. We need to let go of that which is not aligned to what we know to be true in our gut in our, in our, in, and in our heart so that we can get the fuck out of the way and allow these universal forces that are working with us and for us to, to help us come home, to do their thing. Like It's like a stream that flows. We, I don't know, when I say we, certainly I too often swim against it. I swim against the flow, trying to become a stronger swimmer, trying to improve my stroke, finding the most efficient path upstream. When when there's just a flow that's taking us. And instead of, you know, letting go, we, we fight against it. The real work is in letting go and in trusting and in identifying, you know, some of the, the rocks in our path, some of the blocks in our path so that we might navigate our way around them. Or to use another analogy from nature, which is so much to teach us if we're willing to stop <laughs> destroying it for a moment and, and to listen. Um, like a strong bee, a strong bee, like a strong bee, perhaps, or a strong tree, or a beautiful flower. It doesn't need to strive and to try to grow. It simply needs the right conditions: water, sunlight, nutrients, 
remove the things that are killing it, that are stunting its growth, uh, and simply allow the natural forces to do what they've been doing long before we came along and tried to make sense of it or to try and control it. We are nature. Trust in your inherent guidance. Remove what's stunting your growth and allow yourself to thrive. Again, easier said than done, but I reckon this is the work that's most important right now. All right, so we have some understanding of what these blockers may be. We have an understanding of you know, why this is necessary to identify and remove them or remove ourselves from them. The next question is how, how the fuck do we do that? First, you've got to know where you're going. It's a bit like your GPS maps um, in your phone. It's useless unless you give it a destination and it's useless unless we listen to it and calibrate our journey according to the you know, current conditions. So we need to know where we're going. And this is your vision. This is your vision for your life. It's not a finite destination, but an intention. What are you working towards? And more importantly, who do you need to become in order to live that kind of life and have those kind of experiences? Have you identified the kind of person you need to be in order to experience what it is you desire? You've got to identify these these things first. What are you working towards? And who do you need to be in order to make that happen? Then, and only then, can you calibrate your current situation to this. This is where awareness comes into play. It's, is what you're thinking now aligned to who you want to become or who you say you're becoming? Is what you believe aligned to what you say you want or want to experience? Are the people in your life, the kind of people, this is a big one, the people in your life, the kind of people who can and do support you in who you're becoming and love you through and during this fucking messy process of becoming? Do they hold you to account with boundaries and with love? And do they remind you of the standards you've set? Do they support you to be who you say you want to be while loving you for who you are? If not, then you've got two options. You adjust your vision for the future to fit with the current limitations of your thoughts and your beliefs and your behaviors and your relationships or you adjust your thoughts and your belief your beliefs and your behaviors and relationships to align to your vision so that you may become the kind of person you need to be in order to bring that vision to life now the first option is the default it's easier it's safer and not much changes and this is where frustration or apathy kicks in certainly it's frustration for me The second option seems harder because it involves change. It involves challenging who we've become and who we think we are. This is where fear and uncertainty kick in. This is also where transformation and inspiration and the pure joy that comes from co-creating, from manifesting, from becoming who you want to be and literally bringing this vision to life, that's where the inspiration lives. Now, that, this is... This is the work, and this is the work that's worth doing, as terrifying as it might be. <laughs> this is the work of letting go of the parts of us who you know we've become in order to in order to create space for who we're becoming. And as you do this, you realize just how much we've each been conditioned by our environment, our family, our friends, and society and cultures to become something or someone that is so far removed from who we truly are. The fun part is letting 
<laughs> let shit go. It's liberating. It's well, it's also hard, but you know, it's it's liberating and it's exhilarating. And the process of then consciously creating who we're becoming, that's the essence of living. That in and of itself is our purpose to create consciously, guided by this incredibly powerful innate force that is always there if we choose to let go long enough to hear and to listen to it and to trust it. This is the work. This is what it means to truly live. And, you know, when I say live, I mean, you know, live as a verb, (laughs) as an action, not just as a way of describing, you know, what we're doing here, breathing, um, you know, but to truly live by consciously creating this life that we're living. In order to do this, you need to know who you're becoming. And, you know, this is what, this is what's worked for me um, to create an avatar do you, do you have an avatar for your, who you're becoming, for your ideal you? I think you need to because, you know, otherwise how do we calibrate to that? We've got to know what this person thinks. What do they believe? What do they do? What is the nature of their relationships? You've got to know this so you can calibrate to it. And then you must continue to cultivate your awareness and understanding of your current state. Make time to think less and feel more to tap into the guidance of your gut and to the truth of your heart. The more familiar you become with this, the more it can show you the blocks and the things that no longer belong uh, that you know you need to let go of. It's like that voice in the GPS maps. It tells you where the roadblocks are. If you listen to it uh, and change your course accordingly, uh, then um, you're probably more likely to get to where it is that you say you want to go. Finally, and perhaps the most important thing you can do is to develop the courage. I think this is really the most important thing, just to to develop the courage to let go and trust your guidance. And the only way to do this is to practice. You'll get it wrong. You'll get it right. And you'll take detours and they'll take you further away from where you're going. But ultimately, the only way to learn is to practice. And because you're learning, you're actually not getting it wrong. You're developing your awareness and you're developing your guidance and you're developing that trust muscle and you're you're building courage. There is is no shortcut for this. It takes practice. And to practice, you need courage and confidence will be the outcome. Confidence to take even greater steps, perhaps even leaps of trust and faith to further let go of that which is no longer serving you no matter how long it's been a part of your life. And so courage is is the key and there's no shortcut to it. You just got to practice. And so that's the work of unblocking, which is really the work of letting go. It's, again, it's easy to say, harder to do, but do what we must, I believe. And the more we do, the more relief we experience. And as far as I'm concerned, that's the reward, that feeling of alignment, of flow. And so I'll leave it with you to ponder, to practice, and let me know how you go. Uh, I do this work. I, I, I do this work all the time on myself, and I do this work one-on-one with people as a coach. It is so much fun digging into this with individuals, um, as each of us have an entirely different operating system. So let me know if you want to explore what, what this looks like for you. There's a tab on my website if you want to work with me one-on-one. Please share some stories with me too of what of what you'll be coming aware of and what you're letting go of and, and how that's playing out for you. 
Um, in my experience, whenever I've had the courage to let go of what's no longer aligned to who I'm becoming, I create space for the universe to do its magic and fuck it does without fail. And I love hearing about these stories and I love sharing those and I'd love to hear yours. Because uh, I, I, I know this will be your experience too and I want to hear about it. As always, thank you for tuning in. I appreciate these conversations with you. Um, I hope you've enjoyed it too, wherever you are, whatever you are doing. Thank you for sharing your time with me. Uh, for feedback and comments, find me on Instagram at mikey.ellis. And if you enjoy this podcast, please leave a review. Uh, and if you reckon you know someone who needs to let go of something, share this with them. It might just be the catalyst or the encouragement they need uh, to let go, to allow and to actually start living. It's a beautiful thing to experience and it is a beautiful thing to witness. So until next week, take care, stay safe, look out for each other. Thanks for listening and lots of love. Mm-hmm.